Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Saturday, I tweeted earlier today, Afghan interpreters who accompanied Canadian troops into battle and saved Canadian lives face death from Taliban. U.S., U.K., Australia evacuating their interpreters. Trudeau government is, quote, monitoring, end quote, situation, a.k.a. doing nothing. Today, June 26, two interpreters join us, one in Afghanistan, the other in Dallas. Now, the interpreter in Dallas has been on this program on a number of occasions over the years. We got to know him as left behind Alex. And uh, the other interpreter, because his life is under threat, we are just going to call him Mr. Khan. He's in Afghanistan. So, first of all, and I value both of you being on this program, and I want everybody in this country to know that the, the interpreters in Afghanistan, as Canadian troops have told us, saved lives of Canadian soldiers by their presence, their understanding of the language, customs, and going out into battle alongside, unarmed, but going out alongside into battle with Canadian troops. And we had Major Mark Campbell, who's going to be on the show tomorrow, told us that often the interpreters would be the first target for the insurgents of the Taliban because they knew the value the interpreters were to the Canadian government. But what is our federal government doing about bringing them to Canada? Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. They're monitoring it. Sajad Kasimi, we can now use his name. We used to call him Left Behind Alex. Sajad, how are you? Yes, thank you very much. How are you, Sajad? I'm doing, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And, and you are in well, Dallas, Texas. Thank you for your for program as well. Yeah. Well, we'll have you talk to each other in a moment. You're in Dallas, right? Yes, sir. of course. I'm in Dallas. And can you give me just a 30-second version of how you were able to get out of Afghanistan and make your way to Dallas? It was a miracle. So I didn't even expect it. Like, I applied for the SIV program, which stands for a special negotiating visa for interpreters who stood alongside the U.S. members or military personnel on the front lines in Afghanistan. Mr. Khan, in Afghanistan, are you afraid for your life? Are you afraid the Taliban will try to kill you? Yes, do you know, sir? I, first of all, I want to pay my regard to you to your radio and to all your staff and to all Canadians who are hearing my wife. Can you hear me, sir? I can hear you, yes. Go ahead, please. Yeah. So, so yes, uh, you know, uh, even, even though uh, life in Afghanistan is very, very dangerous before, but do you know, since three months, since the U.S. decided to withdraw his, uh, its troops from Afghanistan, so do you know, uh, insurgency territory took a lot of grounds, uh, and again, a lot of territory. We captured a lot of district, and everything is awful here, especially the interpreter life, because, you know, some work with the interpreter with uh, any ISAF country, so he will be never forgiven. Uh, so, therefore, I want to demand uh, Mr. Prime Minister Trudeau and all Canadians to, as we help you, please help us and save our lives. Uh, the situation is very, very bad. So, Mr. Khan, if, if you are not brought to Canada, and Canada can do it, the Americans are doing it, the British are doing it, the Australians are doing it, other countries have done it. If you are not brought to Canada, 
are you you are convinced the Taliban will try to kill you? Correct? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like obviously a lot of people have been killed, a lot of interpreters have been killed because do you know two months ago one interpreter got killed uh in my, my like my in province, my province to the district the province I'm from. And it's clearly everybody know about it, so Yeah. Sajad, let's hope your phone connection is better. You have a better phone connection to Afghanistan than we do to Dallas. You never know what's going to happen with technology. Can you try to, Sajad, tell us please how it is that you were able to leave Afghanistan, get out of the country and make your way to Dallas. You still want to come to Canada, but how did you do it? You know, like as I mentioned before, I applied in 2015 for this special immigration visa, which is dedicated for the interpreters and also the subcontractors and also uh, to work. We stood alongside the U.S. personnel, not no matter like it's uh, military personnel or civilian. But of course, there was a program. I mean, the program. They, this is the same program that Canada had, but they closed the program. So it was a miracle. I didn't have like enough documents, but I got approval. I got approval in 2019. No. An I mean, unexpected for me, and I call it as a miracle. And, of course, uh, I feel sorry for the rest of the people that they are still back in there, especially Alan Khan and the rest of my colleagues who stood alongside Canadian forces. Of course, everything happened out of the blue for me that I could make, like I could make it out and I could get out of the country, get out of the war zone with my family. Sajad, so, no, you have no doubt, Sajad, that uh, Mr. Khan is uh, in great danger, that the other interpreters are in great danger, right? You have no doubt about that. There's no doubt about it. The, the, the situation is getting worse every other day. I mean, it's really critical for them. I really feel sorry for Khan and the rest of the colleagues. There is a solution for it. There is a solution, and I have that solution in my mind. I thought about it because here in, in, here in the United States, the United States Congress, they signed a letter, they sent it to... Uh, Biden's administration, so Biden's administration almost uh, approved it. So we're going to evacuate the interpreters into a safe country, the third country, to do the processing stuff. The same way happened for the left behind interpreters who stood alongside Canadian forces. I mean, the parliament or whoever, the officials, Canadian officials, they can sign a letter, send it to Trudeau's administration. Yeah, they can make the decision today. Mr. Trudeau and his government can make the decision today to bring Mr. Khan and the other yeah. interpreters who stood alongside our Canadian troops. And we've had Canadian troops say on this program that you interpreters saved Canadian soldiers' lives. So we didn't have to see another procession down the Highway of Heroes. They came home alive because of you. And you have earned the right to come to Canada with your families and live here free and with the support of the country and the support of the people. Mr. Khan, what are you doing? What do you have to do in Afghanistan today to stay alive? What are you doing to just try to avoid being captured and killed? Uh, there's another thing I can't do, because right now the situation is very, very bad, because do you know everything is doing and I explain it to you, but do you know, you might have known about the situation in Afghanistan, so there is nothing, so I don't think... Uh, I don't have any option, so I don't have money to escape. I don't have nothing, so the only option is for me 
if Canada accepts the refugee, that would be a good solution because if you don't have a lot of money to escape from this country, it's possible. But without that, it's impossible. You have to be. I you have to. I'm stuck here. And you worry every day. Every day, every day, because every, not only me, everybody who worked uh, with Canadian or with any ISAF country, he's worried about his life. What did you do, Mr. Khan, with Canadian soldiers? When you went out with Canadian soldiers, uh, what did you do? How often yeah, did I you was, go? go ahead. Yes. Yeah, what I have done for Canada, because I was interpreter with Canadian for three years, and if in Kandahar district, we were going out for patrolling, listening Taliban chattering and then we informed Canadian that okay we will get room or we will get tracked whatever because giving information about uh, their activity because we used to have a uh, like doing a reconnaissance ready with ourselves and do you know during the when we had like when we trapped in any type of uh, ambush or attack so we I was translated the time between ANA and uh, between ANA and Canadian so that was what we did for Canada. Sajjad, as you're listening to Mr. Khan, your friend, it must be very difficult. You've, you've been able to get out, and I'm so glad you're, you're out. You're in Dallas. You want to come to Canada. But it must be very difficult for you to listen to uh, Mr. Khan uh, speak about the fear he's living with every day. It's very difficult, yeah. I really, I mean, I really, really, really feel sorry for Khan. I mean, I hope he had the chance to get out. I mean, he could get out like years ago, but he's still in limbo. Like, consider, like, he has kids, he has family. You know what I mean? It's really important. It's not about only him, it's also about his family. Sanjad, go ahead and talk. Sanjad, go ahead and talk to your friend. Okay. Uh, How you doing, Khan? How are you, sir? How are you doing, man? Not bad, just not really happy about your situation yeah, listen, right now. I was listening. Yeah. You're very lucky, my friend, because you got out of this situation and we still stuck in here. So it's a little bit terrible, terrible man, to suffer. We every day we enduring yeah. different thing, man. You and I and the rest of the interpreters who stood alongside ISAF and NATO, they deserve it. I mean... Look at your situation right now. It's not what you deserve. You deserve to be in a peaceful situation in a tranquilized area like Canada. You deserve it. Well, I don't know. I'm wondering why the process was stopped. Yeah. And despite that, the United States and the other countries are taking out their interpreters. And recently, my friend Roy mentioned about three countries, U.S., U.K., and Australia. They evacuated. I would like to add three more. They did the same thing, mm-hmm. like Germany, France, and Netherlands. They did the same the same thing for their interpreters. They evacuated them all. And and just to repeat, Mr. Khan, you are concerned every day for your life and your life lives of your family. Tell us about your family. How many kids do you have? And uh, tell us about your family. Actually, actually, sir, if I was, if I were alone, so it wasn't a problem because if you are single man, you can escape everywhere. But do you know the problem is that I got wife and so how can I leave my kids in this terrible situation? 
and your wife and your children are in danger, clearly, because they're part of your life. Yeah, they're a part of my life because they will, it's like impossible, it's possible that will, he, they will harm you anyway, any kind, any, any kind of way. What do you, uh, Mr. Khan, what do you want to say to the people of, of Canada? Uh, I want to say to the people of Canada, like in the United States, there are all, a lot of senator, MP, and uh, organization, humanitarian organization, refugee organization, they gather in front of White House, and they convinced Mr. Joe Biden, and Joe Biden decided to get 100,000 local staff who work with uh, Americans. So why this is difficult for Canada to evacuate only f maybe 50 or 100 personal? Yeah, that's it, eh? 50, between 50 and 100. They could do that in one plane. 100,000. Yeah, they will evacuate. So you, you, everybody know about it because then the media says, and he confirmed it. Yeah. Um, Sajid, how many interpreters are we talking about? Uh, for Canada or the U.S.? For Canada. For Canada, it's... Roughly. Uh, because as far as I know, because I'm not uh, well familiar with the, most of them, but I've seen when we had that, let's say, uh, demonstration in front of the Canadian embassy in Kabul, we were only about 25, 30 people. And, of course, I don't know about the rest of them, if they're gone. I mean, to the European countries or other, any other countries. But uh, as far as I know, it's about 25 or, let's say, 30 families that I've seen. I've seen, like, the, uh, the interpreters there. And there's no question, again, in your mind that Mr. Khan's life is in very serious uh, threat, and, uh, and as yours was. There's no doubt. And it's something that the government of Canada could do today. They could do it today. And if there's 25 to 30 families, one or two plane loads would take care of that. So they need to get it done. And I hope the people of Canada will get on to their members of parliament. Can I ask something? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, like United States, they could evacuate more than a hundred and thousands of interpreters without any obstacle. And they're still doing it. I mean, there are about... 80, like 18,000 more, they're on the way. Most of them received their visas. Most of them waiting for their process to be done. So they are trying to evacuate them into a safe country, like a third country, to do the process and stuff, like their visa right. process. Right. But it's really funny for. I mean, so we we but we have to Sajad, Canada's we we have government. to we have to concentrate on what Canada can do and must do. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.